Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. This is just one of the many costume changes I'll be doing during the show. We're shooing for regionals, right? Annie, you too? This is beneath you. You are an intelligent woman. Also, you're Jewish. I guess I have a lot to learn about holiday tradition. Teach me how to understand Christmas. Show me how to open a box. It hurts my little head when I'm lying in my bed with visions of sugar plum socks. This a bit? Teach me how to understand Christmas. Do I trim the tree or the deer? I can't keep it straight and now it's getting late. Where does the stocking go? Here? I can't see. What's the Christmas Eve? Is that Santa's lady? Are snowmen cold or hot? Won't you be my daddy? I'm a silly Christmas baby. Tell me what to deck. Because <laughs> I forgot. Annie. Wayne oh. oh. Hoodie, understanding Christmas. Mistletoe for Edie taste good? Oh. Youth's body, me dumb. Help witty have fun. Look, eventually you hit a point of diminishing returns on the sexiness. What's a diminishing What you want? What you want? What you want? Our patience over. I'm like, it's for a medical reason. Whatever this is, yeah. it's over. My spit goes, why? <laughs> I'm like, nothing. <laughs> Go back in the room. <laughs> what? Uh... <laughs> yeah. Now we can start. <laughs> wow. That's. Uh... You're welcome. Good thing I got that all on the. <laughs> Oh my god, that's hilarious. Alright, welcome everybody to uh, podcast number 55. Turn page file off. Because <laughs> <laughs> your life will be better for it. Yes, it will. And we'll explain that a little bit later. Um, <laughs> so, 
this week it's been a weird week. Um, it has. It's been very strange. <laughs> it's a little out of our element for a while. Turning me on a little bit, but strange. <laughs> but uh, if any of you are uh, outsider fans, uh, I work in a. I, I'm just going to say right now I have a seasonal job and I'm working out in a, in a uh, in a mall, and. You get to see some random people. Like I saw the guy that plays uh, Cameron on uh, Modern Family, and uh, he was at, he was there. He was at the Coffee Bean. Yeah. And uh, then I, because I'm sitting across at the food court, and I look and I go, that guy looks a lot like uh, like a Cameron. Then he made the, he was with this girl, and he made this face that he makes on the show, and I'm like, yeah, that's him. <laughs> and uh, but I, uh, for outsider fans, I uh, ran into Mr. C. Thomas Howell, and. Uh, that dude is so fucking cool. I just he just was like, "Hey, what's going on?" And uh, what's up, man? Yeah, he was just like, "Hey, you I know." I see Thomas Howell. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the shirt helped. That said, yeah. "Hello, my name is." Right, right, I see right. Thomas Howell on it. They, they should be wearing tags. Yeah, I they mean, should you know. be. Yeah. Um, and and if you're and just to know, if you're a Victoria's Secret model and you're mm. walking through the mall, you should be wearing strictly just Victoria's Secret clothing, just for the it's promotion. Yeah, it's from a promotion. And um, in which case, most guys will recognize you. Of course, <laughs> if I saw Victoria's Secret model in, in the mall and we were in the middle of a conversation, it would stop with me going, oh, dear God. <laughs> Have you seen the new lineup That'd of the Angels? The, I'm just saying. It would be the... <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> and then, again. Um, but yeah, the guy was the way cool, but... If you guys have seen Torchwood this last season, you know he was on for like an episode or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looks the same. You know, and the, usually when you see actors in real life, you're always kind of like, oh, they look a little older. He looks kind of like a douchebag. Yeah, <laughs> or, yeah. if you meet Jerry O'Connell, you know, you're kind of oh, like a douchebag. Um, but they always obviously never look as good. But uh, That's sexy. But he looked the same. Like, I looked at him and thinking... Wow, you look just the way you did on Torchwood. That's a little freaky. A little creepy. Yeah, a little little creepy. A little creepy. But real real cool guy and um I put it on my personal Facebook that I had ran into him and um of course a lot of members of my family and friends are, are outsider fans. So one of them was saying, Dude, you should have tried to work in uh stay golden pony boy. Uh <laughs> in the conversation. <laughs> what conversation can can't that be worked yeah, into? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just, you know, it, it would have. But I just would have to try a little bit, and at that point, it was effort c- isn't really your strong suit. No, Aww. it really isn't. It really Aww. isn't. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> so moving on, I um have recently started playing EverQuest two. Just dabbling. More than likely, I'll stop playing it pretty soon. But when you get bored, yeah. But it's pretty interesting. It's more of an old, has that old school feel to it. So it's kind of more complicated. <laughs> so I'm kind of digging it. Um. Well, it was running like sh- hot shit on my computer, which is odd because my computer is no slouch. You understand? Right, right. And this computer, this game's not that new, so it's like, <laughs> what the hell? So I'm, you know, read, you know, like a normal, intelligent human being, I, I look for answers on the internet and not just go, "Oh my god, it doesn't work." <laughs> so many people said they had to turn their page file off. Page file, real quick, is um. Basically, it's it's an extension of your memory, where your the operating system is writing things to the hard drive itself on a separate partition for Windows Seven. This is obviously slower, 
because your hard drive isn't as fast as your RAM. If you Mine turn, is. Oh, shit. If you turn <laughs> it off, it will just utilize your RAM. So you have to have enough RAM yeah. to get it done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I do, so. <laughs> so I did that. Now, EverQuest 2 is running magically. Like tits? It's like tits. Dude. It's like nude tits with a little bit of bush. Mm. That's how mm. good it's running. That's that good. was offensive. That, that. Um, <laughs> and somebody but who gives a shit, right? I was curious going, oh, well, maybe Lord of the Rings Online will run better, because that was always choppy. And now that runs perfect, so now I'm like, oh shit, because I always like this game better, so now maybe EverQuest 2 is on the back burner. <laughs> um, but just want to say that, if you're having problems with your gaming, or it's kind of choppy, and you know all your drivers are up to date, and everything's legit, and you're like, what the hell? And it's not a bootleg copy. Yes. <laughs> Make sure that, yeah. <laughs> um, if you have, I would say, more than, or four gigs or more of RAM... Try turning the page. You always turn it back on. Try turning the the page file off. Um, if you don't know how to do that, go on the internet. <laughs> type it in the Google. <laughs> You'll find a lot of YouTube videos. Yeah, I'm not gonna sit. I'm you know, I'm not a how to kind of guy. Figure it out for yourself. But I'm just saying, it might it might help. Yeah, my soothe my soothe attention. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so uh, if you guys haven't seen the Christmas episode of. Community. Oh, there's one part in that. <laughs> Just, <sighs> yeah. Anyway, that episode was brilliant. Uh, a a great mash mashup of Glee and Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yes, which, Just, which is interesting. Yeah, which yeah, which is interesting in and of itself. But uh, it started to remind me that this is most likely the last episode we'll see for a while, mm-hmm. given that NBC is going to uh, shelve it for a little bit, which. Uh, is and if you've been if you watch the or if you're going to check the um, website later today, which would be a Monday for you guys, you'll notice I have an open letter to NBC. I hate you, and uh, <laughs> I mean it's cool that we got to end on such a on a, such an awesome episode that you that's what community is about. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like if anybody just turned on and go, "Wow, that was funny. I'd like to see more," and you can't. Uh, so too effing bad, pretty much. <laughs> but uh, but they found they couldn't find a slot for Community, but at the same time they found one for Rob Schneider's new show. He has a new show. Yeah, apparently it's him marrying into a Hispanic family, and he's the gardener. Wow, that's yeah, and and that apparently is high on their profile list to get that out. Not something that's already been proven, right? No, yeah, so. Well, that sounds like gold. Yeah, I figure three episodes at the most. And I think I'm being generous. Well, I mean, it's got Rob Snyder Bitches. But I just like... That's pretty fucking failed. It is fail. But I mean, hopefully they... I mean, they keep saying, it's not cancelled, it's not cancelled. I'm like, did you not learn anything after Star Trek? It's like, it's not cancelled, but you're not giving me any new episodes? Yeah, until when... It's, oh, well, we don't like, know yet. What the fuck? What? Yeah. No. No! Not up in here! <laughs> Not up in That's here! That's basically saying <laughs> Battlestar Galactica was never truly canceled. Because <laughs> yeah. they made more. Yeah, they made <laughs> it more. It was just on hiatus. <laughs> like 20 years down, 30 years down the line, oh we God. made more. That's failed. Yeah, it is. Fail sauce. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. Um... <laughs> So currently I'm looking I'm looking for a job, which is perfect because December's the perfect time to look for permanent work. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
the <laughs> I don't have a cell phone right now because you got you got to trim them, got to trim the trim the fat, you know, when you're out of work and you have kids. You know, when when the bush gets a little little messy, got to trim it up. Trim a little. it up. Yeah. You know. Brazilian, Brazilian hygiene, 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 hygiene you know? yeah. Um, <laughs> Brazilian wax. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, <laughs> so I have my house phone. The funny thing is, my house phone doesn't have an answering service on it because let's just say it doesn't. Okay, I'm not going to get into the details. It doesn't, and it's not going to have it. Someone doesn't want to pay. For somebody it. don't want to pay the, the side of it. So <laughs> I need an answering machine. <laughs> It's just so uh, pathetic. It, uh, <laughs> I have. It, it's funny too because like everything has voicemail. Like I have an advanced computer in front of me right now. <laughs> I have a PlayStation Three. I have an HETV. I don't have an answering service for my telephone. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, I may. I may have one. I may yes. have a. I, I may. And have I asked him immediately. Does it have the tapes in it? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> like no, no, no. First, don't be dick. <laughs> Two, it's digital. It's so. the size of a VCR. <laughs> Betamax. Not only does it take... It's a Betamax. Yeah, yeah. Not only does it take tapes, it takes the full cassette tapes. <laughs> well, we had just converted from taking 8-track. Right. So, <laughs> right? Don't record over my, my, my Thriller 8-track. <laughs> we can't record over those. Shut up. But it was funny, because like, we're talking about it, and I'm like, because, uh, you know, my... <laughs> the phone uh, phone service I have. Ah, uh, yes, I still have a house phone, but not because of me, because of old man dude. So why? And uh, it's uh, we're talking about the fact that you know it comes with it, you know. Right. And uh, <laughs> we're like, uh, you know, he's like, who uses answers? He's like, well, you know, I use it to screen calls. You know, it's and and on occasion, but now with the voicemail, we don't even hear it, so it goes automatically to voicemail. But I was telling him, I go, yeah, I kind of use it like, you know. You, you get when you have a house number it's kind of cool because you can still like oh well um you know like best buy you know they're stupid little oh yeah you signed up for this um uh, phone number you give them the house phone number don't give them the real you don't give them your cell phone number yeah you know or credit they call too stupid shit oh yeah bank and creditors work you know all those bill <laughs> collectors bill let's keep collectors, it real yeah. <laughs> bill collectors for some of you you know, you know it's and, always what you always when you give a bill collector the phone number you give it a one di- one digit off yeah you know so if they figure it or out or inverse that, oh, the number bad. inverse yeah. the number you know <laughs> oh, that's so when you pathetic. that's when you tell them yeah it's five 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 three six two seven two of those numbers are inverted so go look figure that out click <laughs> it's one eight hundred your mom <laughs> which actually makes sense as a number by the way there you go um yeah. Oh, my phone number? Yeah, what's your mom's phone number? Because that's where I'll be. <laughs> that's where I'm staying at. <laughs> but we were talking about it, and we are like, yeah, you know what? The the home phone number is kind of like your spam filter for your yeah. email. <laughs> yeah. Because we all, I mean, well, I, anyway. I, I do, too. Yeah, right? we have multiple email accounts. I have the business account. Um, that's all for all the hoes. For all the hoes. Right, right. No, it's all perfect. Like for when I'm looking for work, I give them this email. Like it's 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 got my name kind of in it. Like it looks clean. And then I got my personal. Then I got the lazy. What what the hell was it? The lazy underscore sapien at live dot com, which is yeah. my email for this. I can say that one. Yeah. Um, and then I have a spam one. Yeah. Well, I was telling him that which I, gets a lot of weird email. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I have. A, I don't even like checking it. I have a Yahoo email still. Which is like the longest one I Yahoo! had, and that's my spam email. And yeah, that's uh, just because it's a Yahoo. You yeah, don't even give anybody out. Yeah, it just randomly pops up in there. And then I have a Gmail account, 
which I have for um, for uh, porn sites. Well, <laughs> yeah. that's the spam one. Oh. Now, uh, the they I get for uh, you know businesses or like where I talk to Sapien or you know things like that. Or I even have uh, I just re- uh, and yeah I forgot I still have my lazy underscore nomad at live dot com. Hmm. Uh, email and then the of course we have out to everybody. the one that I can give out to everybody yeah. and the lazygeeks.com. I don't, do I even check? I do. I need to connect because I use a um, Windows Live Mail for oh, yeah. um, two of my Gmail accounts. I should connect my other one to it too. <laughs> I uh, I'm on YouTube rewatching that. Um, I'm not going to spoil it, but that part from Community. Oh, it's on there. Oh dear <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! You, if you listen to the beginning of this podcast, you know what we're talking about. But the visuals was, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't care if she's Jewish. Uh, Actually, that wasn't an issue in the first place. Yeah, I know. Really? So, <laughs> all right. Well, All right, let's, 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 let's move right along. Let's get some news. Let's stop get fucking news. around. Let's get some news. Um. <laughs> so, as we all know, Sony likes to make their own shit for their own shit. Yeah. All right. Um, now, Sony Vita will support... There, there was... I thought go, it was just one. There was some rumors going around that the Sony Vita was only going to support one PSN account. Now, this sucked for two reasons. One, you might be sharing it with somebody. I'm not sharing it in mine, but you might yeah. be sharing it with, like, like a brother or, or a friend or a homie, whatever. Or whatever. Maybe your friend just wants to check it out. They can't sign in on their shit. Or, another thing, too, is a lot of people have a side Japanese account oh, yeah. to get Japanese games and stuff like that. Um, so everyone was kind of tripping out about that. Well, this seems to have been debunked. Um, who said, who debunked it? Oh, Sony, Sony. <laughs> Sony has clarified the matter, but it still is in a perfect situation. This is a quote. Your PSN ID is bonded to your memory card, and your memory card is bonded to your Vita, said the Sony America reps. Um, SCEA Associate Brand Marketing Manager Crystal McKenzie cleared the air about the PSN account issue to Wired Game... I don't even know what that symbol is called. The straight up and down line. <laughs> Game break life. Whatever. Blog that you will be able to have multiple accounts, but will only be able to have one account per memory card. Uh, um, and then there's a really long quote. Um, so, basically, okay, that's fine. So, so if you log in on one account with one memory card, you can only log in on let's that. Say, let's say you and me... But if I put you're in my own memory one, card... Yeah, let's say you're the only one that gets a Vita. Right. Okay, which is most likely the way it's going to happen. <laughs> um, so you get a Vita, and I'm like, well, I want to I wanna get down on my shit. I would... Then you would be like, well, you broke, bitch. Go buy a memory card, and then you can or have steal your one. account. Or steal one. Which is most likely how it would happen, too. Um, you can... Now, each memory card will have its own PSN account. This is cool. I mean, it works. It's organized. I mean, like, it's like, let's say my my son wants his own account. Okay, fine. Then you have your own card. But they're kind of small. Yeah. You, know, you might lose them, but whatever. But, as we all know, these cards are not running to be cheap. Yeah. You know, so, but, as I said at the end of my article, we all knew Sony liked to make money, right? Yeah. Because Sony Duo cards. <laughs> Sony, Sony comes out with quality products, but they're not cheap. So any Sony fanboy, such as myself. Knows that they're getting into something. It's <laughs> funny. Um, will the prices of these cards go down? Of course they will. Will they make? Um, will d- other companies make their own brands? No, they won't mm-hmm. <laughs> because Sony owns it. Um, they'll go down in price. There'll be sales, whatever. I mean, they have a four gig, an eight gig, a sixteen gig, and a thirty-two gig. I just buy the thirty-two gig and say fuck it. 
But if you're going to do multiple accounts, you know, it's, it's just... It depends it, on the person. And the majority of people aren't going to have multiple accounts. They're yeah. going to have one account until everyone want to go fuck themselves. Right. So, that would be me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want your own account? Go buy one. Uh, well... That's all I have to say. <laughs> I'm actually leaving. <laughs> yeah, all right, like... <laughs> yeah. But a sound effect of, like, a Ferrari. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, if you follow Stephen Moffat on Twitter, and if you are a Whovian, most likely you do. Uh, but there are some benefits to following his Twitter account, as he sometimes gives fans some cool information. Case in point... We don't have to worry about when the television series Return of Sherlock is coming back to the BBC. According to his personal Twitter account, Moffat announced that Sherlock returns Sunday, January 1st, 8.10 on BBC One. First the woman, then the hound, and then, of course, the fall. Now, for those of us in the U.S., that doesn't give us any information as to when we will ever see it. However, I'm sure the more resourceful of you will find ways to watch it. And then maybe even on its day, it, on the day it premieres. God bless the internet. Uh. <laughs> I loved season one of Sherlock. That series was freaking amazing. So I'm, I am definitely one of those resourceful people. So I will most likely be watching it probably day one, which is actually kind of cool because Christmas Day you got the Doctor Who uh, Christmas special. Yes. New Year's Day Sherlock premiere. I think that works out. So, <laughs> that's going to be cool. Yeah. You you watched the Sherlock, right? I've seen the first two episodes. There's only three. Yes. <laughs> so, I've seen the first two movies. Yeah. They're an hour and a half. Yeah, hour and a half. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I knew you were doing Oh, there's cookies in here. Yeah, there's cookies in here now. <laughs> Moving right along. Now, <clears throat> there were rumors that Miyamoto, the creator of... Mario, Zelda, basically a gaming god, was going to step down as um, king of everything at, <laughs> at Nintendo um, and move into like a lesser role with some more casual games, stuff like that. When now with Nintendo, you go more casual. I don't know what the hell they're going to do. <laughs> a game you just watch. Um, it's called a movie. <laughs> Nintendo, then Nintendo came out and said, this is a quote. Video game designer Shingaru Miyamoto's role at Nintendo is not changing. They wanted that to put a pin in it. You know what I mean? In an interview with G4.com, G4TV.com, Wired Magazine, because that's where Miyamoto said it in an interview to Wired, Wired Magazine defended its reporting of Miyamoto's alleged statements. Wired editor Chris Kohler, 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 Chris Kohler, Chris Kohler confirmed out. <laughs> yeah. Chris Kohler confirmed that Miyamoto's statements were reported accurately. Quote, Miyamoto's comments as presented in a story are exactly what Miyamoto said and presented with the full context of his remarks. Kohler said, we're absolutely standing by these statements as reported. Um, so keep in mind as keep in mind that Mr. Miyamoto's native tongue is still Japanese. Um, he knows English, but if you've watched the v, if you watched the VGAs yesterday, <laughs> his his English is is not the best in the it world. It leaves it leaves a great deal to be desired. Yeah, I mean he he's there, but the two languages are drastically different from one another. So, um, Nintendo themselves also wrote that the, his remarks were a misunderstanding, um, and this is from a Nintendo spokesperson talking to um, 
routers or routers or whatever the hell they're called. Routers. Ro- whatever. Uh, <laughs> this is absolutely not true. There seems to have been a misunderstanding. He has said all along that he wants to train the younger generation. Um, to make things even more complicated, Kohler explains that the translator used for the interview was Nintendo's own. Quote, it was Mr. Minagawa, who... Wa- What's, I don't know, I can't pronounce his first name, so Mr. Minagawa, there you go. Who has been Miyamoto's translator for a very, very, very long time. That's a quote, that's why I have to stu- do that stupid shit. Kohler uh, <laughs> said, I did an interview with Miyamoto in 2002, and Mr. Minagawa was Miyamoto's translator then. It is Nintendo's translator, not ours. So no matter what the truth is, no matter what the truth is, Nintendo better figure it out pretty fast, because this bad press isn't helping them at all. Once the news of Miyamoto's comments surfaced, Nintendo's shares dropped a full 2% overnight. Mm. Um, so they need to... I've seen him at the VGAs taking that reward. I mean, yeah. that doesn't really prove anything either because right. he's the one that created it. I mean, he can do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah. But um, who knows what's going to happen, you know? Yeah, because now... Because um, I, I saw something online that said that he's... He's officially stepping down, but his role won't change. I'm like, then how does that work? I go, that doesn't yeah, make sense. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. They might as well not step down. Yeah. Well, it seems that uh, Marvel has already started to plant seeds of their next new event for 2012. Of weed. Uh, <laughs> after the week event of this year, Fear Itself, it seems that the next event should be more action-orientated and burn into the character's inner demons. It seems that Marvel is planning an X-Men versus Avengers series that will begin with a Zero issue in March. <laughs> After that, starting in April, there will be a 12-part bi-weekly series that will focus on the X-Men planning to protect Hope Summers, who may be targeted as the next host of the Phoenix Force. However, the Avengers want to place her in protective custody until they can determine what to do with Hope. You can be sure that you will see some old rips from Civil War making their way into the storylines. Uh, Ed Brubaker, along with uh, Brian Michael Bendis, Jason Aaron... Jonathan Hickman and Matt Fraction will be sharing writing duties. Adam Cooper, Oliver Coppell, and John Romita Jr. will be behind on the art side. Here's a quote. You got two populations whose motivations are simple and understandable and defensible. Marvel's editor-in-chief Axel Alonso said USA Today. That's the part of the beauty of this. You, you're seeing a story that evolves out of what would you do? This should be a nice departure from what turned out to be a yawn of the event this year. However, most of the big year events are designed to change the characters or move the universe in the direction they wish to go. This one seems to be more of an attempt to get people to see who would win in a battle. And you know what? I'm actually okay with that one. That's, that would be pretty cool. Seeing you know Wolverine go up against Captain America would be, would be pretty badass. Yeah, I wonder. Jeez. Hmm. <laughs> An hour later. And discuss. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Enough of that fucking nonsense. No. <laughs> Dick. Um, major League Gaming gets some major numbers. See what I did there? Um, uh-uh. major, major League Gaming, or the MLG, uh, has recently announced that the 2011 Pro Circuit season was by far the largest season in esports history, which isn't that long of a history. Uh, with more than three po- <laughs> in six months, we met <laughs> with more than three point five million unique viewers combined um, combined Pro Circuit weekends. Yeah. Quote: 
Our viewership numbers this year have been staggering, and, ML and MLG now pulls a larger audience than several traditional television cable networks, said Sun Sundance DiGiovanni CEO. His name is Sundance? His parents must have hated Hippies, him. Hippies, dude. Oh, man. They were eating the special brownies. <laughs> CEO of Major League Gaming. Well, he turned out all right. Uh, uh, quote again, our, our live streams of the Pro Circuit National Championships garnered more 18 to 24 male viewers than Comedy Central, MTV, TBS, and FX um, draw in an average quarter quarter hour and nearly as many as Adult Swim. I was watching a few of them, man. That shit's fun. Um, below, is, below is an infograph that you guys can't see, so I'll read it. Major League Gaming delivers largest season in esports history. 241,000 plus. That's the peak concurrent online viewers for pro circuit competition. So per like match, right? Um, Three point six million plus highest on Pro Circuit weekends, uh, Providence National Championships because there were other matches going on throughout the week, but the big ones were like on the weekends, right? So it's whatever. Um, Fifteen million plus throughout <laughs> number of hours of video consumed over a Pro Circuit weekend. Fifteen million plus throughout the 2011 Pro Circuit season. MLG viewership surpassed top cable networks. Um, it pretty much just beat everybody. Like, it, <laughs> it looks ridiculous. Um, I guess MTV was, has the lowest in this group, which I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. Um, MajorLeagueGaming.com, number of unique viewers, 225% growth um, over last year. I understand the meaning, but I fucking hate when they do that. Um, number of in-person spectators... At pro circuit competitions, so number of people who actually went to Providence, which I've been there, so they they really fought it to get, <laughs> um, especially in the winter. Um, Twenty thousand, it's the highest number of single event in Anaheim. Um, that's then ninety seven thousand for two thousand eleven. So that's a fucking increase. Um, you know what? I'm not even the other ones were whatever. Well, 175 highest number of countries tuning in. So 175 countries were watching this. Jeez. I didn't know 175 countries had electricity. <laughs> um, so <laughs> this is really cool because the MLG is actually really fun. Like if you're if you're a gamer and you haven't checked it out, go ahead and watch the repeats or whatever. But check it out next year because I mean it's the dedication that these people have in these games is at a um, athlete level. I'm not saying that they're athletes because they're playing video games, but they're putting the work in. They're all... At, I mean, these people play a Modern Warfare match. Like, you're like, what the fuck? Like, what just happened? <laughs> Amazing to watch. If you're not into video games, obviously, you're not going to like it much. Right. But, you know, if you are, check it out. All right. Well, if you're one of those people that liked Windows 7 because they released a beta version, you might give, like to give Windows 8 a chance. <laughs> Microsoft is rumored to be releasing a beta version of the new OS sometime in February of 2012. Uh, the Next Web is reporting that they are offering the OS for laptops and PCs and a tablet version called Windows 8 Media Metro will be out at some point next year. So, And if you listen to our most recent podcast, you'll know that our opinion of that... Uh, not this one. Uh, not <laughs> the this one, one before. The one before <laughs> that. You'll, you'll know our... Uh, our opinion of Windows 8. Yes. You'll know my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, 
but the thing to me is that it's supposed to the rumors are it was supposed to be out mid to late next year but if it's coming out in beta right now we might not see it then but then microsoft too is also one of those it's like blizzard oh we have it's it coming done out it's done yeah. we have it coming out but we haven't told you when yet <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be done when it's done yeah you know but but. I mean, it's cool. I mean, the beta thing is is a choice that I said in the beginning was such a great move for Microsoft because the, not only are they letting people see their things with confidence, but they're showing <laughs> yeah, they are. yeah they are they're showing confidence in their own product, right? You know, so it's also a smooth way to get people not to bootleg their shit <laughs> um, which, until they can't uh, until they until can't. it doesn't work anymore. yeah until they until you find out oh yeah you need to buy it or well, remember it, it would it would turn it would let you be on there for like two hours and then it would turn off or yeah. something my friend was still using it he's like I, I can get a lot done in two hours it's whatever <laughs> like wow dude <laughs> you're using a beta version of an operating system with no updates yeah. have fun but yeah ride ride that. the magic dragon with that one dude <laughs> um I will download the demo and I'll 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 run it. Or the beta, and I'll run it in a virtual machine, and I'll check it out. But I just don't have high hopes for this whole Metro thing. Yeah. I think it's cool on the phone. I still think, even though the phones aren't selling, because they're a little restricted. Right. But I, I think their interface is cool. I think that for phones and tablets, it'll do well. But yeah, but for a regular for, desktop, for a regular desktop, you know, it's like and then why they not say, you well, you it? can you can have you can go back to classic mode or whatever. You mean Windows Seven? So I don't have to spend so much money. I can just stay with Windows Seven. Because yeah. they're going to continue to support Windows 7 for a while. Yeah, it's not like it it's just gonna, came out. Yeah, it's not going to be like, yeah, and okay, Windows 8 is out, so we'll support this for another year. No, it's not going to yeah. happen. Look how long they supported XP. A little longer than I thought they should have, but. <laughs> All right, well, I think it's time for some uh, new releases. <laughs> Remember when we used to have soundtrack or sound bits in between? Oh, yeah. Jokes? So lame. Um, <laughs> so Netflix. Which is fun, you know. Uh, Jack- oh, your movie. The one you did, Jackass? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jackass 3. I don't even like the Jackass series. I know, I can't. It's so annoying. Like, why do I want to watch people just do stupid shit? It I can't just sense. sit out in my front yard and watch people do it I know. Welcome to- or go on the bus. Welcome to America. <laughs> yeah, it's like, whatever. Um, the setup, Morning Glory. <laughs> House. That was a scary movie back in the day. Did you ever see that one? Uh-uh. The House series? It was no. alright. It's campy. Children of the Corn is fucked up. I won't watch that movie. Yeah, We this got is- uh, Apocalypse Now. Yeah. And uh, Norm MacDonald, me doing stand-up. His new stand-up special. Nice, on nice title. That, yeah, I know. It, I think it's, it's, it's self-explanatory. Yeah. Really. <laughs> so for games, uh, for the Wii, Fortune Street comes out. It's kind of like Monopoly meets Mario. Um, but not Monopoly. Battlefield 3, back to Carkind. Carkind? That... That thing you get free if you bought the... Yeah. That comes out December 13th. Um, Gears of War 3, Ram's Shadow. Yeah, it is. Um, Assassin's Creed Revelations, Ancestors, Character Pack, December 13th. And Clone Wars Adventures, Battle of Um Umbara. Kind of a light... Kind of a light week. Boop, 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 boop. Sex. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, uh, that's what I was thinking about too. Uh, uh, in theaters this week, we've got Alvin uh, and the Chipmunks. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, another Alvin and the Chipmunks for the children. Yeah, for the children. Uh, Sherlock Holmes: Game of Shadows. Yes, I want to see that. And Mission Impossible: Ghost Protocol. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that one. I see if it's better than the last few, then fine. But 
You never did see the last one. No, that doesn't one? matter. I can still make an educated <laughs> assumption. J.J. Abrams up. directed that one, man. It was good. Uh, Whatever. <laughs> in DVD, we've got uh, City of God, Fright Night, the remake. Did Heaven- you see that? Uh-huh. Yeah. I liked it. I liked it. David Tennant was fucking amazing. Nice. Um, he- Heavenly Creatures. Ooh, X rating on that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kung Fu Panda 2. That was all right. I saw it with the kids. It got kind of deep at the end. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> One of my favorite movies of the year. The uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. The title's a little long. It's a little long, but it's a fucking badass movie. The Rocketeer 20th, 20th Anniversary Edition. 1922 version of Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. The Expendables director's cut, which means it's Stallone's cut, because yeah. he directed the original one. I'm yeah. Not exactly sure what you would see in that, but okay. And then, of course, the Transformers trilogy. You know what you see in that is more revenue for Stallone. That's yeah, what you'll see in that. Yeah. All right. Comic books. DC, another huge week, as always. A force. If I don't say the number, it's because it's issue four. <laughs> Batgirl, Batman and Robin, um, Batman Arkham City Series 1, Harley Quinn set. This is actually... Um, they haven't released a photo of it yet, but it's actually a playset. It's not a statue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. Um, uh, kids, I'm going to go to the bathroom and play with this Harley Quinn set. Yeah, they haven't released a picture yet, but I, I promise it's coming out. <laughs> Batman black and white statue. Those are fucking Those badass. are awesome, yeah. Um, Got three. Uh, Batwoman. Um, DC Comics presents Batman: The Secret City. DC Comics presents Batman: Urban Legend. Really? Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of Batman this week. Um, DC Comics: The New 52 hardcover. Oh yeah. That's all of all the first 52s. issues, 150 bucks. Um, kind of cool though. I yeah. mean, if you're into it, you know, I'm not that into it. Yeah. <laughs> DC Dynamics. I have them all on my computer. Yeah. Aww. Aww. <laughs> DC Dynamics Joker statue, which they haven't released a picture yet, but I'm sure it looks great. Um, <laughs> Deathstroke, Demon Knights, Frankenstein, Agent of Shade, Green Lantern, Grifter, Legion Lost, Legion of Superheroes, Mr. Terrific, The Ray Number One, Resurrection Man Four, oh, our said four, The Shade Four of Twelve, Suicide Squad, and Superboy. Damn. You know what you should do? Just, just thinking out is group all the statues and stuff together at the bottom. So then you can just we re- should do that, and we, then re- reread yeah. it, and then just go. These are all number fours, but and then we got statues. Yeah, yeah, we should do that. Okay, uh, I mean, I'll organize it for you a little better. Oh, you know, it was my idea to put the bullet points on the show notes. Just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That two second idea, great. Uh, <laughs> two seconds you didn't spend, asshole. <laughs> uh, Marvel, we've got Avengers nineteen fifty nine number four. Avengers Academy twenty three, Avengers this X Sanction number one, Battle Scars number two, Black Panther the dangerous Ma- the most dangerous man alive mm. number five twenty six, Carnage USA number one of five, Iron Man number two eleven, Iron Man two point sorry eleven, uh, Journey into Mystery number six thirty two, New Avengers nineteen, Ultimate Comics X Men number four, and Uncanny X Force number eighteen. In other comics, we've got Game of Thrones number four from Dynamite. Dark Shadows, number three, uh-huh. from Dynamite. Uh-huh. Doctor Who, number 12, from IDW. Yay. And The Walking Dead, 92, from Image. Yeah! <laughs> Suddenly you get there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving right along into the, my main topic of the week. As we know, the Video Game Awards were... Um, this past Saturday? Yes. I was going to say yesterday, and then I have to do math in my head. Like, yeah. This comes out there. It's always that bit, bit of a bitch there. Um, so, real quick... I want to discuss how we felt about 
this one compared to last year's. Because last year's, although Neil Patrick Harris hosted, it wasn't that great. <laughs> well, I one of the big things that I noticed about last year was the fact that there they didn't mic the audience. So yes. it sounded like his jokes were falling flat and kind of being Which lame. they kind of weren't, but then you wouldn't laugh. Yeah, because no one else, no was, one like, else was laughing. They're like, uh, uh, and... And also, too... They kind of didn't mic the audience in this one, too. They did a little bit. But no, not. but you got to hear the yeah, audience laugh. And, and one thing, though, that is I thought Zachary Levi was such a better host, though, for this particular thing. Yeah. I, I thought he, he he really... You could tell in his... He was excited. His, he was excited, and he was a total gamer. You yeah. could tell all that stuff. Um, my favorite was the douchebags, though. Oh, my that God. Was, yeah, he's like, I'm going to take a break to say a little rant. If you're, um, if you, what was a few of the things he said? He says if you, uh, some of the stuff that, um, because he was talking about online gaming. If you, oh, if you think logging into a game and team killing your entire squad is for fun. Yeah. You are a douchebag. <laughs> and then at the end he said something really, he says if you think the internet's a shield to be a racist, bigoted, sexist, or whatever, yeah. you're a you're douchebag. Douche yeah. Which, you know, is real. Yeah, it was. Got and, a lot of cheers from the crowd. And it was, it's so true though. Yeah. You know, it's like. A lot of people hide behind their computers or Playstations yeah. or Xboxes. <laughs> I like what he said in the figures he gave in the beginning. 46% of gamers are now women. <laughs> and only half of them are actually women. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His delivery, his timing—he was on point. And I, I think he, the the gaming. I don't know if Neil Patrick Harris plays many video games, but I know that when he was talking in like gamer speak, quote unquote, it seemed like it was rehearsed with yeah. Neil Patrick Harris with with the this. What's his name again? I'm sorry, Zachary Levi. Yeah, I always forget his name because I never you watched. Can just call him Chuck. I, yeah, I never watched Chuck. I always wanted to call him Chuck though. Um, he he was more like he was about it. Like yeah, he was like, yeah. yeah. The only big mess up he ever did, but it was something that any of us could have did. And I've he done did, it a couple. of Yeah, times. he did this epic monologue about Arkham City, and then right at the end he said, the, "Now here's a trailer for Arkham, Arkham Asylum." Asylum. I'm, I'm sorry, Arkham, Arkham City. City. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was sick. I mean, I, I, yeah. I mean, it was, I, just, I, it was really good. I love the the opening montage. With yeah. him and all the characters, you know. Gamers don't quit. Gamers. Might pause for a pee break, but... Yeah, <laughs> but we don't quit. Gamers don't quit. We might pause for a pee break. And like, he's on the couch, and he is talking to Hugo Strange and yeah. all that. Um, that was... I thought it was a good show. Um, I still don't like the musical guests idea. The I, musical guests, it just didn't fit. Yeah, that's... The, the band is fine. The band's fine. I have no problem with, with the Black but the, Keys, but, but... No, you know what, though? Dead Mouse was sick. Yeah. That, that made was, sense. That made he sense. He was DJing the whole spot. Yeah. But, um, I, but yeah, the whole musical break... Who's I, the Black Keys? Yeah, Black Keys. It just... It, it just doesn't seem like... I mean, this is not the Oscars. It's not the Grammys. Yeah. We don't we don't need the musical break. I, I honestly think... And I think if you're going to have a musical guest, have it be something indie, something... Maybe someone who's doing remixes of, like, game tracks yeah. and stuff like that. But Or have an orchestra... I, I, you know what would have been sick? Instead of the musical break, when they said that um, for the Hall of Fame, have that orchestra come up, mm. playing it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That would have been sick. That would have been cool. Um, All right. I guess we can breeze through some of the winners. Yeah. I'm just going to read them real quick. Um... Best DLC was Portal 2 Peer Review. Best downloadable game was Bastion. Best performance by a human female was Ellen McLean as Gladys in Portal 2. Best performance by a human male was Stephen Merchant as Wheatley in Portal 2. I, I have to agree with uh, with the voices because... Yeah, well, Gladys uh, too. I mean, just 
both those characters were just awesome in the game. I, now that you've played, because you never played the first Portal, mm-hmm. now that you played Portal 2, I can play you the song that Gladys sung from Portal 1, and you'll get it. Oh, Because okay. I remember I played you, and you're like, huh? Aperture <laughs> Science. Okay. Um, best graphics, Uncharted 3. I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, best original score, Bastion. I agree with that, too. Um, best song in a game was Build That Wall, Zia's Theme by Darian Korb and Bastion. Bastion was killing it, dude. Um, best adapted video game, Batman Arkham City. City. Agree. Best independent <laughs> game, Minecraft. Agree. I, I, I was laughing at that one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> it only, it only like blew up the planet. Um, best motion game, The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. Sword. Um, best fighting game, Mortal Kombat. Best driving game, Forza Motorsports 4. That one I was a little surprised. Yeah, it, it beat really out, um, it beat out, well, it's only that one and freaking Need for Speed, yeah, I think. Need for Speed and, um, that's it. Yeah. yeah. I think it won by default. <laughs> best team sports game, NBA 2K12. The year there's no season. Yeah. They win. That's fucking epic. Um, best individual sports game, Fight Night Champion. I didn't even know that existed. Uh, best multiplayer game, Portal 2. Um... I don't know. Um, <laughs> best RPG, of course, Skyrim. Keep it real. Uh, best action adventure game, Batman Arkham City. Best shooter, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. I didn't agree with that. I didn't agree with that because, listen, Modern Warfare 3, before I get hate mail with Anthrax in it, um, Modern Warfare 3 is an excellent game. Just like the second one and just like <laughs> the first one. They're all great games, perfect, perfectly executed, everything like that. Battlefield 3 is a dramatic change from Battlefield 2. They, they really said, you know what, let's step up our game, let's get shit done. And you know what, they did it. Yeah. I mean, they combined everything they learned from all of the, the, the bad company games and all that stuff, and they made this epic fucking game. Yeah. I think it deserved the nod. Yeah, I, I, I really didn't... When they mentioned uh, Best Shooter for me, I was like, really? Because yeah. it really was... This, and that's the one thing that I've always said about Modern Warfare 3 is that if you love the Modern Warfare franchise, this is more of the same. You have some people go, oh, it's just Modern Warfare 2.0. And you know what? Shut up. I mean, Modern Warfare is turning into that series. It's like a sports franchise now. You just buy the new one when it comes out. Yeah, it's it's the Madden series. But they didn't really do anything that's particularly different. It's still a good game. It's still a fun game, and it's more of what you play. But, I, yeah, I totally think that Battlefield should have gotten I mean, And I, I honestly think um, Battlefield 3 is better looking as well. Yeah. I mean, just the the brand new engine. And, I mean, both games are phenomenal. And they're actually, I personally think, if you were to say which is the best one, I'd say there is no best one. They're Divide both and Conquer? The, Divide and Conquer with the uh, that Frostbite engine? Holy shit. Okay, that's all i got to say. <laughs> but if someone, some people have asked me, you know, because they know I... I know a little bit about video games. You dabble. Yeah. So they, they say which one's the better one, but there is no better one. They're both the same. They're yeah. both great because that's how it is. But if you take into account where they came from, it, hands down, it's Battlefield 3. Yeah. You know, so whatever. I mean, I guess they're just going off sales, I guess. I don't know. Um, best handheld or mobile game, Super Mario 3D Land, of course. Mm. Best PC game, Portal 2. I don't really agree with that one, but that's fine. Uh, best Wii game, The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword, of course, because, you know, it's the Wii. Um, <laughs> best PS3 game, Uncharted 3 Drake's Deception, that makes sense. Best Xbox 360 game, Batman Arkham City. I'm surprised with that one. Given the fact that the Xbox 360 has that propensity to delete your files, I'm really surprised that everybody gave yeah. that one the... Because that's that's actually, um, yeah, that, yeah. yeah. Did yeah. they fix that? I, I, don't, I haven't heard anything if they fixed it or not, but... Oh, whatever. Studio of the Year, Bethesda. Bethesda. And I agree. Of course. Do you agree? 
Do you um, think that Rocksteady should have took it? I honestly thought that because they did do uh, Skyrim, I didn't think they fully deserved because it is a good game, great game, don't get me wrong, but I really think Rocksteady should have gotten it because of the fact that they have done a few more things. I'm going to be completely honest, Bethesda's done a few more things too. <laughs> Not this year. Yeah, I was um, gonna say. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be completely. Hence, this is studio of the year. Yes, yeah. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be completely honest. Although I am a phenomenally crazy Bethesda fan. Dick like, so the, uh, I'll, I'll agree. <laughs> I, I, if I think if the the lead designer of, of Bethesda said something, I think I probably consider it. Um, I well, you won't even consider. You just do it. I not only expected, but would have been fine with Rocksteady um, getting it for two reasons. One. They're making a phenomenal game. I mean, um, and also they brought one of, no, my favorite comic book hero back to life in the video game circle. Yeah. And, and I mean, I'm, I'm hearing whispers of other Batman games that are going to be made. Like they're revitalizing not only Batman, but the superhero video but, game genre. Yeah. Um, and they're doing it right. So yeah. all they got to do is get Superman on board because, man, those games suck. Um, <laughs> and game of the year... Da, 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 da. Elder Scrolls Skyrim. I wasn't surprised with that. I wasn't surprised at all either. Um, now, one thing I do want to add to Game of the Year. Although I am completely satisfied with Skyrim winning, and I wanted Skyrim to win, if they would have said Arkham City, I would have clapped. Yeah. If they would have said, what are the other games? If they would have said Modern Warfare Three or Battlefield Three, I would have been upset. Yeah, I would have been pissed off. Um, that. I think I, that I was. I, I was. It was for me. I would have liked to see Arkham City. But at the same time, I figured it would either be between Skyrim or even Uncharted. I didn't think Uncharted was going to be in it because Uncharted is exclusive to one system. Yeah, they they usually never pick a, a game. That's, that's why they have best of Xbox. And, although Uncharted completely would deserve it. But they just won't pick a, game, a system like that or a game like that. But yeah, I thought I pretty much thought it was up against Arkham City and Skyrim. Um, I would have been satisfied. With you. Actually, if, if Arkham City would have won, I would have went, oh. That's cool, but you know, because Skyrim is amazing, and especially if you've been playing the like. Well, also too, you gotta you gotta know that you know you haven't played. That's Arkham true. City I haven't played all. I've played like what fifteen minutes of it, probably. Um, well, if you loan it to me, then maybe we can get something <laughs> done. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, now, real quick, four of the viewer voted. These are ones where people, you know, viewers voted. Uh, they did a thing. <laughs> Thanks where, for the explanation. You're welcome. They did a thing where who was going to be on the next cover of NF, of the latest NFL Blitz? Um, oh, <laughs> yeah, whatever. I thought they were going to say like um, like uh, Madden or something, and they said <laughs> NFL Blitz, and I was, I was like, like uh, really? They're still making Blitz games. Um, it's the only highlight of that was Jerry Rice actually. Jerry Rice came out. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ray Rice for the Baltimore Ravens. He will be on the next cover. <sighs> I don't mm. even know who that is. Yeah, well. I do know who this is, though. Character of the year, the Joker. That was awesome. That was awesome, and honestly, should have won. Yeah, I mean, it was just amazing. I would have been pissed if someone else had won. Someone said online it should have been Dovahkiin from uh, Skyrim. I'm like, dude, that character's like a placeholder for you. Yeah. You're Dovahkiin. Yeah. Dragonborn! <laughs> <laughs> um, most anticipated game, Mass Effect 3. I'm perfectly fine with that because I don't really care about this thing, but I was surprised it wasn't Diablo 3. I think it's because people are getting fucking tired. Of yeah, I, I think so too. If Mass Effect 3, though, does look amazing. It does. They, they did, played that did you trailer. see that trailer yesterday? Yeah. That trailer? And then with some of the gameplay I in still there? have to. I've beaten the first one, but I haven't beaten the second one because my Xbox broke. <laughs> um, 
trailer of the year, Assassin's Creed Revelations. I agree with that. that yeah, I, that I actually to refresh my memory, I had to go watch it again, and it was amazing. Yeah. Like that was amazing because I was like, um, at first, I, what was I going to say? Or at first, I was like, oh no, the Skyrim trailer. Because for me, it had the biggest impact because I'm an Elder Scrolls fan. But then when I calmed down and thought about it, I think there was something last year that I did that too where I was like, oh no, it's this. And then I went, wait, oh, it's World of Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I have a couple of things that I that I took notes on and uh, mostly for like trailers and then some other little stuff. Um Last of Us, did you catch the trailer? I for did, that? and that, that looks good. That trailer. Is that, what's really- her name from fucking um The Little Girl looks and sounds like the chick from Inception. Oh, it could be. It, lo- it, it looks, looks and sounds like, like it. It, it looks really cool and just total movie-esque. I liked I liked the way it looked. Um that map that we just mentioned, Mass Effect Three. That yeah, it's amazing. That I mean, Mass Effect series anyway. Yeah. Bio- Bioware doing it. Doing yeah. it right. Speaking but, of Bioware, did you see that? The oh, yeah. um, Command and Conquer? What the fuck? Yeah, I know. I was like... <laughs> you uh, see my tweet? Yeah. I was like, I'm both excited and confused at the same time. <laughs> um, I I know you didn't see this, but Rainbow Six Patriots. I missed um, that. I don't know how I missed that. Oh, no, so I got up. Uh, my comment there was just a WTF trailer. was like yeah. a what the fuck trailer. And it was very interesting. Very kind of like, ooh, that might be interesting. Ooh. Alan Wake was a meh That's for me. kind of whatever, you know. Yeah. The um, Hall of Fame Zelda. Oh Legend of Zelda. You know, I'm not. I'm not ashamed to say that I got a little, a little emotional during the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I didn't mention that the, yeah. the first Hall of Fame award for VGAs. We do this every year. Legend of Zelda series, and um, Miyamoto came out himself and, yeah. and took the thing. It was really the, awesome. I love the. I love the montage of. They did all, a montage of every, every all game. eight games. I think it's eight. All, yeah. all of them. I was like, wow. and explaining the fact that they didn't use dialogue. It was just music. And, and then they, they, there was a part where they flipped. Each um each starting screen, I'm like beat that, beat that, beat that. Beat that, beat that. <laughs> I was like freaking out when I saw the old NES version. I was like going, "Oh yes. my god!" Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man game looks weird. It looks cool because they're just going back to. They're not going to follow a movie. Yeah, you know, just and, kinda... and that's cool because they've been trying to do that the last couple of the games, but they've been kind of falling short. I like how it's just the Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, you know, so we'll and they didn't show goes. much of Spider-Man. No, they, they did all the extra stuff. But um, it looks like you know high quality or whatever. We'll just mm-hmm. have to see how that happens. Transformers follow Cybertron. Fucking a, dude, dude, that trailer itself. Sold I had a me. nerd boner. I seriously did. I mean, I really like the trailer. Just the the just the. The slow, um, melancholy music, and then yeah. Optimus carrying Bumblebee, and then yeah. all, it was then, sick. And man. then all of a sudden, you're seeing Grimlock fucking transform. This is like, about this is about the fall of Cybertron. Cybertron. So maybe you didn't get it from the title, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, you didn't say the title. Yeah, I did. I said fall of Cybertron. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I only heard Transformers game. Yeah, my note here was Call of Duty best shooter. Really? <laughs> <laughs> really? Uh, Fortnite. Fortnite uh, looks interesting. It looks interesting. Um, what does Fortnite mean? I forget. It's like three nights without sleep or something I think like so, that. Something like that. A Fortnite. It was a Civil um, War term. There was a. They did this new thing called uh, Gamer God Award, which I missed. Yeah, I don't know how I missed this part. But they gave it to Blizzard, and I think I shared some of the confusion that some people had on Twitter and on uh, Facebook and stuff like that. It was like. Didn't World of Warcraft have like two million viewers? Like people left them. Now, what, what is the what is what are they celebrating as gamer god? What what is the basically that they, they had the biggest impact and um, but the thing too was that in a career or this year, uh, it, they didn't solely say, but I think they're trying trying to say career. But the problem that I had with that was the fact that 
they, yeah, I understand, you know, the last one they showed, obviously, was World of Warcraft. Yeah. Cataclysm and um, that pandas thing. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, but, you know, I'm like, I'm looking at it, I'm like, yeah, but those are expansions. They haven't... No, if, but then afterwards, and to me, it just seemed like a blatant award to give to just go ahead and premiere the first uh, video mm. of Diablo 3. Because honestly, for this year, eh, but if we're saying career-wise, I understand where they're coming from, from influence-wise. Because the World of Warcraft series, even before World of Warcraft, changed the real-time strategy um, genre. Starcraft also did that for that genre. Diablo 3 created a new genre with Hack and Slash. World of Warcraft completely changed every mode. So I get that, but lately they've just been doing the same thing over and yeah, over again. Yeah, and that, that's where I was like, well, I understand that whole concept, but it was like, it seems like out of nowhere, because you have Bethesda, Activision, and you have everybody... Things that are moving and shaking right moving now. Moving and shaking yeah. right now, and then all of a sudden you have, you know, Blizzard. And it was like... Blizzard. <laughs> really? I mean, it was kind of like. I mean, I, I did, get it. Didn't make sense to me. I get the choices from an MMO standpoint, especially because they did change. I mean, now most MMOs try to copy World of Warcraft. I get that, yeah. but I would have gave it to somebody else. Yeah, and and to me, it just seemed like a really cheap way to to kind of say, "Hey, yeah, Blizzard gets this, woohoo!" And then at the end of his speech, he goes, "And now the world premiere of the first yeah. movie clip of." Yeah. Diablo 3. And it, to me, it just seemed like that was lame. Um, I mean, the... Lip service yeah. shit. Yeah. I mean, the the opening looked great. I mean, obviously. Oh, of course it, it did. Was, it's Diablo 3. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Bioshock premiere looked really, really cool. I, I really... Did you miss that, too? No, for, um... For what? The, the, the new Bioshock. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't see that. That must. Why? What chunk did I miss? I don't see, know. the thing is, ladies and gents, I have kids, so sometimes I have to get up <laughs> to go, you know, feed and clothe them. Yeah, whatever, asshole. <laughs> um, no, my fault. Women can't stay off this. <laughs> yeah, Wear a Jimmy next it time. It is my fault. It is, my <laughs> it fault. is your yeah, fault. Yeah, it is my fault. Uh, uh, character of the year, game of the year. Not surprised. And then I saw the trailer for Metal Gear Solid Rising. I have to admit, I was a little like, what, wait, 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 uh, and, Android Troopers? What, 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 what? He's slashing them into, what, what? he's slashing these Android Troopers in, in half, wait, what? What's really going on? Yeah, so, I, I don't know, I haven't really played the Metal Gear Solid in a long time. Yeah, I think I haven't Asian played it Asian Fury since, will remember I think I haven't it played it since, I haven't played it at all on the PS3. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Yeah. The I, other, because everyone was telling me it's a good game, but the cutscenes are like thirty minutes long. It's like then I'll buy a movie. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want to watch that. Give me four of them, and that's a movie. For but me. I heard it was a really good game. Yeah. I might pick it up now. I, that's the two, the two budget games I want to pick up is that one and um, the Final Fantasy. Mm. All right. Well, but, uh, that's pretty much it. That pretty I mean, much covers everything well, there. Just to sum up, I'm really happy with the direction they're going with the VGAs. Yeah. I hope they keep this momentum. Because honestly, I mean, I think video games have deserved an award show for a long time. So yeah, I totally do. Boom, boom. All right, so um, my topic is a fairly quick one because it has to do with Sprint. So it'll be oh shit, oh yeah, oh shit. <laughs> uh, 
Um, last week, we were, you know, we were harpered on Microsoft coming late to the party on multiple occasions. Um, but it seems that I have turned my attention to Sprint. Sprint's kind of been the odd man out when it comes to uh, playing with the big boys. And, I mean, it's the only company that still has unlimited... It does still offer unlimited data plan. But when it comes to 4G Lite, um, Sprint is expecting to have their first 4G Lite devices to hit the market during the second half of next year. That This is a strange move that they had promised investors that they would see something during the summer of 2012. Uh, some of you may be scratching your heads and thinking about their current 4G devices. Well, Sprint still sells 4G WiMAX products. That's an older technology and doesn't work on light devices. So Sprint Who still sells that? Sprint. Yeah. I don't even have a comment. <laughs> Sprint's hoping to have 16 um, light devices out by the end of next year which is a big rollout, but given that Verizon already has 16 in the market <laughs> and will be adding four by the end of the year, 18... <laughs> and AT&T is offering their third device, it seems Sprint's trying to get those training wheels off the bike. Um, Sprint believes that the 4G light is the way of the future, but they may need to work a little harder if they want to be part of that future. So my question is, do, is, is, it still, is it too late for them? Kind of like, you know, like we said about Microsoft coming late with the their um, tablet, you know, to do Windows 8 Metro and and uh, and all that. Is it do you think Sprint is it's like almost like should Sprint even be trying at this point? Well, Sprint is Sprint's pretty much known as the unofficial budget yeah. um, cell phone provider that's not prepaid. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're. Sprint's always been cheap. They have unlimited, unlimited this, unlimited that. Not the best network, not the best phones, but they're cheap. You know, yeah. and so you get what you pay for. Um, the technology is always going to be a little behind because they're not charging their people a lot of money, so they can't, they can't afford to update their shit. Right. Um, Verizon will always have the best of the best because they charge you a lot of fucking money, mm-hmm. and you get what you pay for. Yeah. You know, so. There's nothing wrong with Verizon charging a lot of money because people whine about it, but it's like, yeah, you have the tits technology. Yeah. You have the available to you. You have the best networks, the best phones, all that. Other people who are getting cheaper rates, they got shit from two years ago. Um, yeah, I know, because like, I was looking at some of their stuff. and Oh, yeah, by the way, did you know that AT&T won Worst Customer Service Award a year? Was there second? Was there really any doubt that they wouldn't? No. I don't <laughs> um, now that they don't have an iPhone, I'm scared for them. I yeah. don't really think they're going to be around for too much longer. Um, and yeah, because like I keep looking at it, and and I know I used to be a Sprint customer back in the day, before uh, before I had representation. Um, <laughs> and uh, that's one of the things. Like I I look at their stuff, and I'm thinking like they just recently targeted you know hotspots and tablet devices that use 4g and stopped offering the unlimited 4g now it's whatever your data plan is we match it mm-hmm. and it's just like that's kind of like well i understand because obviously you have an older technology that's not able to keep up as yeah. everybody else is. yeah they're, they're sprint's 4g network it's fast when you can connect to it well you you had remember yeah we were at comic-con and you couldn't even i couldn't connect to 3g i couldn't connect <laughs> to anything you my phone a... completely stopped working in the convention center that was the day that I got pissed off at Sprint. I was yeah. like, really? Everybody else is on their fucking phone. Everyone's on their laptops. Everything works. Not me. I, I was over there. I'm over there texting and tweeting all this shit, and he's just sitting there all pissed off because of Sprint. 
And yeah, that was one of the reasons. And I had so much to say. <laughs> I did. And that was one of the reasons why I left Sprint because I could go to the local market and it was like I was in a bunker. Mm-hmm. You know, it only works when you're outside, really. Yeah, and and that was the thing. And you know, for me, it just seems like because you know their first generation stuff isn't going to be the best. Mm-hmm. You know, and when you got people like um, AT and T and Verizon and everybody throwing their stuff to it, it almost seems kind of like. Really? Now you're getting on board? You know, but, I mean, could be worse. I mean, if we see, you know, Metro PCS with, oh, we got our first 4G, 4G stuff before Sprint does, then it's, then it's, uh, yeah. I think Metro PCS has 4G. Doesn't it? I think so. Now oh, that you. <laughs> but, you know. But, yeah, we want to know your Sprint thing. was one of the first to have 4G phones. <laughs> <laughs> I know the Epic, I think the Epic came out before, before they even had 4G Network. Well, if it's still, in any case, if they have it out by the end of next year, they might still be beat out by Apple. Yeah. Because rumors are the new iPhone 5 is supposed to be 4G capable. Yeah, and once that happens, then Sprint should get ready for the Apple train to start chugging. Yeah, Yeah, and then in which case, everybody can just like, yeah, okay, Sprint. Bye, Sprint. You're done. But of course... Sprint has the iPhone right now. Yeah, but not the iPhone. They may not have this <laughs> the technology. They got to their shit it. together. Yeah, yeah, they got their shit together. Then everyone has the iPhone 4s now. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, they need to put that shit on prepaid. Yeah, <laughs> just saying. <yeah. laughs> just saying. All right. Well, I think it's time for some douchebaggery. Douches be all douchey and shit. <laughs> You're just turning into my the the transition yeah the transition music. You know, I do what I can. All right, so my number three douchebag this week is, and this is how you shut someone down. <laughs> uh, okay, so there've been a lot of reports swirling around the internet about director David Yates's attachment to the upcoming Doctor Who movie. Some of you may remember that Yates said, um, had made some news that he was talking about making a Doctor Who movie in the next three or so years, and he claimed he was working with an LA-based BBC America company. Well, after that came out and Whovian shouted their disapproval about it being a complete reboot without the, a current, without the current Doctor at the helm, BBC took to Twitter and mentioned that they may one day do a Doctor Who movie, but not today. However, it seems that Davy Yates is still talking about it. Mm-hmm. Although it seems that the man behind the current incarnation, Stephen Moffat, has chimed in. In an emailed statement to the Register, Moffat explained, if and when the movie happens, it will need to star television's Doctor Who, and there's only ever one of those at a time, and it would need to come out of the same production operation that ma- that makes the series. Doctor Who is a vital, vitally important BBC brand and a huge international audience, and not even Hollywood can start this one from scratch. So, I like that. Not even Hollywood. <laughs> so sorry if there has been any confusion, but on the plus side... It has reminded all of us what is ex- what an exciting prospect this could be. Moffat claims that Yates is speaking, quote, off the cuff, and I know an off the cuff moment like this, but this seems to be a well thought out plan. Maybe, and this is my only my opinion, that he's hoping that it could, that they could make a transition to films, and he would have the first stab at it. Hmm. I'm, I mean, using variety to make your pitch to handle a franchise as big as that. I've seen people do worse. Yep. Uh, my number two douchebag. This is just funny. Know your target. Okay? Know your target first. All right? 
This comes out of MSNBC, Chicago. A convicted felon decided to mug an MMA fighter on the uh, southwest side of Chicago, police say, and ended up paying a steep price. And first of all, a- MMA fighters have a certain swagger about them yeah. when they walk around. Like a swagger of, don't fuck with me. Yeah, a swagger <laughs> of, I will kill you with my idol. I'm the size <laughs> of a freight truck. <laughs> police did not release the victim's name, but said he was able to ward off Anthony Miranda, 24, who ended up with two black eyes and a gunshot wound to the ankle after a tussle. The victim was sitting in his parked car near 56th Street and Kenneth when Anthony Miranda, 24, walked up to his car asking for a lighter, according to the Chicago Sun-Times. When the victim did not have one, Miranda pulled out a handgun and demanded money, police officials said. He then demanded the victim to get out of the car. At some point, the victim was able to grab the gun, grab control of the gun while Miranda's attention was diverted. The two men wrestled on the ground, and during the fight, Miranda accidentally discharged his gun, shooting himself in the ankle. Nice. Yeah. The victim was able to pin down Miranda until police arrived, and later told officials he was a martial arts expert and an ultimate fighting champion. Miranda was taken to Holy Cross Hospital with a face full of cuts and two black eyes, police said. He has been discharged with... Um, he has been charged with armed robbery, aggravated discharge of a firearm, a Class X felony. Uh, records show Miranda has several convictions, including at least one for residential burglary. He was ordered on $350,000 bond on Sunday for being a complete douchebag. That was actually in the book. <laughs> <laughs> that was in the police report. For being a douchebag. <laughs> douchebag. If oh, I was a police God. officer, I'd be steady doing this. I this would cat say, is a douchebag. Yeah, it, it was me. Dude. We have like a TV situation. Wait, 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 wait. You, um... You tried to rob an MMA fighter? Really? <laughs> Let me get a picture. I mean, Let me get a picture. Yeah, they'd be like, you'd know the cops would be on there. Ah! <laughs> Wait, get a picture, get a picture. Put him in a headlock. Put him in a headlock. I gotta get a picture. Yeah. Put on Facebook and shit. <laughs> Wait, let me take my gun out and point it at you so you could try to kick me. <laughs> Douchebag. Oh my god. Uh, my number one douchebag of the week. Did they bust a myth? Who knows? Oh my god, this was fun. <laughs> I can almost guarantee that, that this incident won't be appearing on their show in the very near future. Adam Savage and James uh, Jamie Hyman, what's his, Hyman? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know, are very interesting people to watch on their show, but you'll never, but you never see some of the stuff that I totally wish I saw yesterday. Uh, last week, the Mythbuster guys were firing cannonballs on their normally used firing range. This was supposed to happen like it did twice before that day. The cannonball was supposed to go through the trash cans filled with water and penetrate the cinder block backing. That was the plan anyway. Sometimes, life doesn't go according to plan. (laughs) The cannonball missed the trash cans and went through the cinder block. It managed to go into a nearby neighborhood, burst through the front door of a house, ricocheted inside the home before shooting out through the back wall, tearing up a neighbor's roof, Darting across a busy street and crashing into the driver's side door of a minivan. And they suddenly remembered cannonballs were weapons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can be sure you won't see... you. <laughs> that won't be in any episode anytime soon. There are no comments from the Mistbusters camp, but the news is talking it up. Uh, on the website, lazygeeks.com, I post the CBS online video clip that actually shows you the damage. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that shit. I was like, damn. Because that's the thing about... The difference between older projectiles and, and, and newer ones is the current ones explode. explode. Yeah, and the, back in the day, <laughs> like a musket, you, a musket seen, ball was t- 
was devastating. Yeah, did, it would bounce around and watch someone's the, body. Watch the Patriot. When you see the yeah. cannonball go rolling in, yeah. it takes out like eight guys right there, their legs and, and also, before Mel Gibson lost his mind, badass movie. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, oh, well, by the way. we knew he lost his mind. <laughs> by the way, the home that took the brunt of the cannonball had a, the family inside asleep. So lucky. I know. Uh, fortunately, no one was hurt, but they will need a shitload of drywall. Because if you actually, in the Man, video. Whatever. The Mythbusters can't be paying them some money. Yeah. Because if you watch the inside house, you see the, the, the hole in the door. It's small. Yeah. And then when they go inside, you're seeing like here, 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 ricochet out. And then went out the back wall. It was like, fuck. Are they that close to houses when they're firing? No, they're actually pretty far away. But it because I think the thing is actually on a hill, Yeah, it traveled all the way down. And the street that it crossed was a busy intersection. They show it's a busy street. And they go, fortunately, when it went across, there were no cars in its way. <laughs> yeah. I was like, because that's the thing. They're so heavy that even if they they'll roll and skip on the ground. Yeah, the gun, the mini the minivan that it Duke that worked. was someone it, in it. Uh, the guy had just gotten out like ten minutes before. Fuck yeah, he had just gotten out. He said, himself. He got it home from he got home from picking up his kids and just walked inside like ten minutes before and went bam. <laughs> Shit, where it's at? That's why you never buy a minivan. That's right. No, you know what? That probably would have saved his life. Oh, five star rating. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Um, anyways. Anyways. My first one. Yes. A nine-year-old boy was suspended from school for two days for sexual harassment last week. Oh, God, I heard uh, about this After one. he called his teacher cute, his mother says. Sexual harassment? Yeah. Uh, Chiquita Lockett of Gastonia, New North Carolina. Oh! <laughs> Dixie Chick doesn't look too far from there. Told, told WSOC-TV of Charlotte, North Carolina. <laughs> Which first reported the story that her nine-year-old son, Emanye, I think, Emanye or something like that, um, shouldn't shouldn't have been sent home from Brookside Elementary School. Quote, it's not like he went up to the woman and tried to grab her or touch her in a sexual way, Lockett said. So why would he be suspended for two days? The Gaston County School District said it couldn't discuss the incident beyond confirming that Emanye was suspended for inappropriate behavior after making inappropriate statements. <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe maybe that kid said a little something more. Nine, yeah. I think a nine year old kid. Yeah, you know. Told his teacher that she was cute. She should, hey, you know what? <laughs> he got, he, yeah, nine year old kid's like, I tap that. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, hey, hey, baby, hey, baby, hey, baby, hey, hey. You, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why don't you clap them races one more time, girl? <laughs> but 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 do a little slower. Yeah. Do a little slower. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This next one, <laughs> we're done now because <laughs> it involves children. Uh, this next one. It's kind of funny and sad. Uh, New York City admits... New York City. That's it. New York City admits stranded subway riders were forgotten. A transit official has admitted that subway passengers left stranded on a train for hours during last year's blizzard had been forgotten. Oh, wow. New York, New York City Transit President Thomas F. Prendergast testified Tuesday at a city council hearing on winter preparedness. Among other things, he discussed an A-train that was infamously stranded last December on an open-air station oh, platform shit. in Queens near Kennedy Airport. Well, it's Queens. Yeah, but it's fucking cold in New York <laughs> oh, in the yeah. winter. And <laughs> but it's Queens. <laughs> but just in case people don't fully understand what open-air station means, that means that it's a track up in the air <laughs> with no way to get out 
and nothing covering it. Yeah. So they're in a blizzard, which means the wind chill effect is probably negative 25. Think of an L train of Chicago in the middle of New York. Yes. I don't know what what in LA that would be. There's, think of the monorail at Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, think of being stuck on the monorail. Yeah. Since your your subway system is like a child's toy. Um, <laughs> according to the New York Times, Prendergast told the committee, we forgot about that train. My bad. He, <laughs> yeah. He added that the situation was inexcusable. That's right. Yeah. So why do you still have a fucking job? Because that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's, that is ridiculous. You know, I like to have seen the expression, yo, 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 see what happened was? See what ha- happened was? was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and those are New Yorkers. He's lucky he didn't get shot. I know. Um, my number one douchebag would be, and you know what? I like this place, IGN. Um, IGN.com. Nice tweet, by the way. I just saw your Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> um, the IGN has been really playing up some issues that the Elder Scrolls Skyrim, or Bethesda specifically, is having with their game on the PlayStation 3. Uh, there's been some issues with freezing, with lagging, stuff like that. Um, now, Bethesda is aware of these issues, and they are attempting to correct them, but, you know, <laughs> for whatever reason, it's taking a while. IGN has really been playing it up that fucking... They had one article that said I that they demand Bethesda apologize and explain themselves for releasing such a broken game. A wow. game they gave a 9.5 out of 10. Wow. Now, in rebuttal to... Because, of course, everyone's like, well, you gave it a 9.5. Yes, but we tested it on the Xbox. It's like... So? The game is still amazing. It's a glitch. You know. Now, what pisses me off is, yes... Bethesda sh- needs to fix their problem. But IGN is acting like Bethesda is some two-bit operation that is just shady and doesn't care. Bethesda's track record is known. They always listen. Here's some examples directly from Skyrim. Oblivion, the game before Skyrim, had like nine voice actors for all these characters. And that was a major complaint. They were like, come on, it's the same voices over and over again. Skyrim has 90 voice characters for 96 characters. <laughs> they was like, we'll fix that. Okay, you're going to do grunt one? You're yeah. going to do grunt yeah, two? Yeah. <laughs> so another thing was, is a lot of people said um, in Oblivion, the dungeons were very piecemeal. They were very, they looked identical to the last one. That problem is not in, a, in, in Skyrim anymore. Sure, they reuse textures, but shit, so does Earth, and nobody complains <laughs> about that. Um, now the level well, design- I actually had a little issue. <laughs> <laughs> now the level designs are crisp; they're new for every dungeon, and also there's an exit at the end of the dungeon, which may not be perfect for realism. But hell, I don't, I don't want to backtrack. Yeah. Oblivion was a lot of backtracking, so they're listening to the fans. They've already said and apologized for the PlayStation Three glitch. They're working on it. I think IGN, I mean, you're already the pretty much the number one gaming news site. Why do you have to work so hard to get more readers? Yeah. It's just, it's kind of pathetic. And it really showed um, whether it was a, a um, executive decision by IGN or just a decision from one of their writers. It really showed just, just kind of like trash mag yeah, type it, stuff, it does, you know? It does sound pretty fucking... And, and, and the problem is, is IGN... Good luck getting some kickbacks from Bethesda anytime soon. Oh, know, you know what right? I mean? Because yeah. this is just ridiculous. They were complaining that Bethesda took too long to give them the PlayStation 3 copy. That's probably because it was broken. I'm like, uh, they, they didn't know about it and released it to us. <laughs> so it's like, whatever. But that, that's just my number one douchebag. But I need a palate cleanser, please. Tell me who rocked your fucking world. 
This week, surprisingly enough, 20th Century Fox did. What the fuck? Yeah, I know, right? What did they do? <laughs> if any of you went to the movies this summer and saw Fox's foray into comic book movies, you will notice, too, that both out outings not only proved amazingly good, but intelligent. Fox has finally come to terms with the fact that making movies like X-Men First Class and Rise of the Planet of the Apes will not only make for a great movie, but bring what will bring people asking for more. Fox chairman Tim Rothman told MTV Splash, Splash Page in an interview that they are working on making a sequel to First Class and that Daredevil is still in development. One major surprise is that Fox is going to reboot the Fantastic Four franchise and give it a real go. We're trying as hard as we can. We really want to do it. We're planning to do it. Rothman made it clear that the success had made the studio reevaluate how they handle comic book movies. Mm. The, reason in, um, the reason, in addition to those two guys and Matt Vaughn, that it was a, as good as it was, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> that, as, that it was as good as it was, that the script was really good. The key is to key to making a great continuing franchise is to have a great script. So we're working on that. Gee, really? You think so? Uh, <laughs> That's important to script. Yeah, yeah. Dave, Daredevil. With <laughs> I was just about to say that. Daredevil is still with David Slade and is in development now. We're working on it and the Fantastic Four. He added, I think all of us, uh, for all of us, the bar has has been raised. So we've got to aim high now. Marvel's done a terrific job with their films. And where our, where our Marvel movies are concerned and other movies like that, it's like that we had with Planet of the Apes this summer. I think it's important for us to aim, aim high and deliver an A-level experience to the audience. That's great news to hear from Fox. Many people that saw Daredevil and the Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer were hard-pressed to find anything good about it. Even though it was evident that, well, comic book movies did well, uh, Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2 are prime examples of that, even the first two X-Men movies, then, uh, but then they became aware of the cash. So I'm glad they are taking it seriously and will get a chance to redeem themselves because Fantastic Four, Daredevil... You know, and now Marvel is doing so well with its own movies. They realize, oh, you know what? Yeah, we, we step can, it up. We we can make cash and have a good script. Mm -hmm. You know, and 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 probably have a a better a better run because you know when just like Alba looks more CG than the actual Silver Surfer guy. Yeah, little problem. Yeah, little problem. Although. Brown panties in the first one was kind of nice. Yeah, but they missed out in the second one, and that pissed me off. Yeah, because he would have. Well, I told you, I told you, she's the invisible girl. There will be a moment where she's naked but invisible. Yeah. It, it will, it will happen. So, and it did. Uh, <laughs> my epic person is Google. Um, the reason being is their native client technology, which I don't know. It's pretty new. Just came to my attention. <laughs> so the introduction of what it is um, from their official site. Native Client is an open source technology for running native compiled code in the browser. While the goal of maintaining the OS portability and safety that people expect from web apps. Native Client expands web programming beyond JavaScript, enabling developers to enhance their web applications using their preferred language. The document describes a few of the key blah, 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 blah. Basically... Google has implemented the open source native client technology in Google browser, and I'm sorry, in the Chrome browser on Windows, Mac, and Linux. So what this does is a really flexible technology that allows people to put, make full-on high-end programs web apps, mm. basically. Um, to be 
to, for a little example, the game that won three awards at the VGA's Bastion, um, you can now play that for free within Google Chrome. Just go to the, the, the app store or whatever they call it. Um, and just download it. It literally took me 30 seconds to download and install. Full game plays right in the browser. You can go full screen mode just like you were if you were browsing the internet. Um, this technology is amazing for a few things. One, it's easy, um, it's clean, and also the multi multi-platforms thing. Mm. Um, Bastion, again, that is a PC and Xbox Live um, game only. People on the Mac can play it now. People on Linux can play it now. Um, it's past video games. Obviously, we can we can have some some real world applications. This brings to more more to the light of um, what Google wants to do with having their operating system in the cloud. Mm. With this technology, that's possible. One of the few other key technologies that they've developed over the past two. So I think that this is a big step. Um, in development and a big step in what the future of uh, getting your programs and stuff can be because um, installing things and stuff like that that's almost getting to be old hat like people don't really want to do it anymore they, they just want things to work like yeah. web apps you know so I just I don't know native client it was just really sick I think it's cool it's it's of course open sourced the native client software development kit you can get that from the site um, you know, if you're a software developer and you're listening to this, do that. <laughs> so, um, real quick, why use native client, uh, graphic, graphics, audios, and more fully Bastion worked just like it worked on the Xbox live. It, it was completely the same. Um, portability, you can go anywhere with your stuff. Um, security, of course, easy migration path to the web, um, and performance. So word up. Right. Just thought it was sick. All right. Well, it's time to go for some uh, couple of site comments here. Uh, one girl geek, uh, in response to Moffat announcing, announcing Sherlock's return. Yes, I just got Series One Blu-ray in from Amazon during the Cyber Monday deals. Going to rewatch it in anticipation. Absolutely, do that. I'm going to have to watch mine too before uh, the new season comes out. And then uh, that PS3 bro commented on my Zelda Zora Minecraft where I showed uh, somebody was remaking some Zelda locales in Minecraft. He just was, <laughs> that is amazing. Must, period, buy, period, Minecraft. <laughs> Very excited. I still like the uh, the Enterprise. Yeah. The one doing that Enterprise. People some amazing That's some amazing shit, shit on yeah. there. Uh, Ron Fisher for the iPhone 4S muted sound. I'm having issues with the ringer and notification sounds, i.e. text messages, etc. The ringer and sounds have just quit working. I reset my phone and corrected it for about two hours. Um, yeah, sometimes it's... Pretty fail. Yeah, it is pretty fail. And apparently a lot of this stuff is... Um, it, it's kind of... It's not a specific... Uh, to a specific one or it's yeah, in there. Because, like I said, old man dude has an iPhone 4S and... That notification keeps going off, so uh, you may have to go. I would recommend take it back to your carrier, and um, or the Apple Genius, and uh, see what those ten dollars. I mean, they're, uh, they're geniuses. Yeah, they're yeah. eight dollar an hour guys. See what they can do over there. Gyun uh, uh, Way Park on the HBO News uh, Boardwalk. I really like Boardwalk Empire season one and two. Also, really excited that Boardwalk Empire Season 3 will be coming soon. I really want to watch it in the HBO series site. 
I watched one and two again before season three is coming. In addition, the main character is so funny. Um, it's yeah. a good show. I haven't really watched too much of it, but it's good. Yeah, it's a really great show. Um, if you love the twenties gangster era, and then the kind of player and who does? Yeah, and to play around a little bit with with history a little bit, it's it's a, it's a cool yeah. show. And One Girl Geek with Stephen Moffat puts a nail in uh, Yates' Doctor Who film. Hmm. Thank you, Stephen Moffat, for reminding movie makers that if they want to touch Doctor Who, they better use the current canonical Doctor. Uh, also, the snow on on this page made me think my computer was broken for a moment. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you guys notice on the website, uh, WordPress has um, a uh, snow effect. On the on the screen, you know what sad is, but I thought mine was broken too, and I run the site. <laughs> That's what's sad. <laughs> That's what's sad. If you move your cursor in the opposite direction, the snow changes its yeah. direction. I was, I think, for a steady minute, I was like, yeah. "Oh, cool." Yeah, because I went on, and I'm like, going, "Oh, they put the snow back," because I remember from last year. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and we then honestly like, just forgot to turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So this week's recommendations, mine, community Christmas special. Uh, we just watched that. I watched it for a second time, and uh, Sapien just watched it himself. Fucking hilarious. Yeah. It was... Uh, and sexy. And, yeah, and sexy. Oop doop sex. <laughs> uh, it was... Uh, if Even if you're a fan of Glee, you would just enjoy this show, because it, it really does show the cult of Glee Club. But it's, it was a, it's a really poignant show, and again, it, it deals with Op-Ed uh, and his loneliness at Christmas time, because... Mm-hmm. It, and it does really kind of touch a little bit on last season's animated special, or stop motion one. Uh, so which was amazing. Which was yeah. If you haven't seen that one, you're you're doing it wrong. Yeah, you need to see that one. But uh, yeah, I I thought this Christmas special is was really funny and and it really does. I think it's the best of of Community, and it really ties in everything because it's just high camp and high. What the hell? Yeah. Where? Why are they doing this? And then a real heart. And um, and I think this was this was a great Christmas special. So you guys need to check it out. And I am recommending. <laughs> What's so funny? No, just like recommending this again. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm recommending EverQuest Two because it has recently gone the real free to play, the three tiered free to play, like everybody else. Um, you know, I've been playing it. It's it's a lot more complicated than your World of Warcraft. So your other ones is a lot in-depth systems there's, there's a lot of things to do in the game um it's pretty fun it's it seems a little dated at the beginning like the graphics but once you start getting into the main areas they've revamped those and stuff like that um it's worth i mean it's free now so you might as well check it out um but i'm i'm having fun with it so wizards are pretty badass just want to <laughs> say just throwing it out just there. throwing it out there that throwing fire in the face of a skeleton warrior is a badass move just saying <laughs> And it's cool because this game, instead of just going uh and then throwing it, each spell has a different like like hand gesture what? move. Like he's like I got I got I got this I got this, <laughs> and I also die a lot. So, <laughs> you know. all right. So uh, before we head out, we want to remind you all that you have many chances to follow us. Uh, be sure to like our Facebook page, uh, Facebook.com/slash/TheLazyGeeks one word, because in the end, don't we all want to be liked? Mm-hmm. Uh, we are also on Google Plus still. So follow us at uh, gplus.tl slash the still around. <laughs> <laughs> and you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash the lazy geeks, one word. Or you can follow uh, lazy underscore nomad, that's me, and lazy underscore sapien over hey. there. And uh, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube page. 
we have our first web show and a couple I have a couple of vlogs and I'm going to be releasing our recommendation for video games for the holiday season in the coming week and uh, all the music on this podcast was provided by the talented Kevin McLeod so it's about time for us to check out so please be sure to comment on this or any podcast on either iTunes or the website thelazygeeks.com <laughs> tell us the good the bad the sexy and the ridiculous yes uh, and be sure to leave a comment because if you do, we just may read it on the podcast. And remember, we're thinking, so you don't have to. So until next week with our Christmas episode. God, we can't believe it's already there. Uh, so uh, until then, peace out. Mark! <laughs>